0: And tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m.
1: It's Whitney Love is here. Good morning, Whitney Love. Well, it started off rocky this morning, didn't
0: it? It did. It did.
1: They tried to get us. Mm -hmm. They tried. They thought that, you know what, we're going to mess with the camera, you know, so they won't be able to do nothing. Uh, They tried to get us this morning, y'all, but they can't stop the news. They can't stop it. Uh, Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is 8.02 a.m. Yes, I know. I know. I know how you're feeling. You guys are thinking, man, you know, is the second largest city's first daily podcast they good over there? We are great, you guys. It's Monday, October. uh, October. I'm not gonna mix up right now. It's Monday, October fourth, twenty twenty one. It's almost Halloween. It's almost the end of the year. How about that?
0: Slow down a little bit. A little bit,
1: right? (laughs) Let's
0: enjoy October first. (laughs) Right, exactly.
1: Let's not move too fast, y'all. Let's not move too fast. Uh, Good morning, everybody. We hope that you guys had a great weekend out there. Uh, So first Friday was on uh, Friday, and I saw some great stuff that happened on Saturday as well. Um, Sunday, we did another Noticias y Mimosas. However, we really didn't promote that one that much, but November 6th, get ready, because we will have Continental Breakfast at the next one. So it's going to be a little bacon, a little sausage, a little pancakes or something like that. Fruit cocktail. I don't know, right, Mm -hmm. exactly, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's going to be really good, Tavern on Broadway, 24 North Broadway. You guys will see us there going forward. All right, how's everybody doing today? Let us know in the chat. It is I, your host, with the world's greatest intern, my dear friend, Monica Vasquez. She is here today. We've got news for you guys and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Monica, to start off with, let's hit them with uh, a quick three. News topics, and then uh, I'll jump in with a little sports.
0: All right. The Aurora Noon Lions Club will hold their annual Candy Day fundraiser from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Friday, October 8th at Prisco's Family Market, 1108 Prairie Street in Aurora. Lions will give away many Tootsie Pops and accept monetary donations to help the visually and hearing impaired. Aurora and Illinois Lions are among clubs in more than 15 states and Australia conducting candy day fundraisers. The fundraiser delivers more than 50% of total operating funds for the foundation. For more information call 630-921-1307. October 19th from 10am to noon will be a workshop titled Emerging from COVID-19 and Strategic Planning. November 10th from 10 a.m. to noon will be leadership, staff transitions, and succession planning. Both workshops are being hosted by our friends of the Dunham Foundation. The links have yet to be disseminated.
1: Oh, ha! <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. thank you. <laughs> we overcoming all mm-hmm. obstacles this morning, y'all. Mm-hmm. Word.
0: On Saturday, October 30th, from 4 to 8 p.m., there will be a great and spooky Halloween party taking place at McCarty Mills, 140 South River Street. Food by Chef, Alton Cupcakes by Anna's, Custom Treats, Best Costume Contest, and a book launch by our friends Victoria, Hila Maldonado, and... Can you help me out with this one?
1: Dizalasi. Dizalasi. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, that's what's up come out come on out and support all of our local friends
1: all right all right good stuff jennifer ryan maiden good morning to you chicanos times good morning what is up everybody oh man so many of y'all out there this morning all right um so got some stuff to tell you guys about let me get this news ready for you all right so october is uh, October's Breast Cancer Awareness Month? Bianca Camargo's here. Good morning to you, Bianca Camargo, Aisha Saxon, as well. Bianca, you're in our news. I got news about Bianca Camargo. How about that? Uh, so, October, as we know, is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. It's also National Cybersecurity Awareness Month as well uh, and the city of Aurora is offering free home internet security course for families. Aurora's Information Technology Department is collaborating with, with b 4 the world's largest internet security awareness training platform to offer Aurora residents a free home internet security course designed to assist all members of the family in making wise decisions when it comes to internet usage. Uh, the eight online sessions include passwords, online banking security, keeping your identity safe, avoiding malware, keeping personal information confidential, protecting children online, securing your home network, and email and attachment safety. Uh, because, excuse me, quote, because so many more people are working from home. Internet security is even more pronounced this year. We want to make sure our community is as cyber smart as possible, too. End quote. That is from Aurora Director of Cyber Technology Risk Leela Karamuri. Uh, the city of Aurora is also participating in the Cybersecurity Awareness Month Champions Program. That is a collaborative effort among businesses, government agencies, colleges, and universities, Associations, nonprofit organizations, and individuals committed to promoting online safety and privacy awareness. Awesome. According to Aurora's Chief Information Officer, Mr. Michael Piggies, he says, quote, our goal is to emphasize personal accountability and stress the importance of taking proactive steps to enhance cybersecurity at home and in the workplace. End quote. How about that? Uh, the time is 807 AM. The chat, look at all of our friends today. Oh my goodness gracious. Servando Ares, good morning to you. Oh, my goodness. Victoria, you're here. Awesome. Good stuff. So, Monica, how was your weekend?
0: It was good. I did a lot of homework and hanged out with my family.
1: Okay. All right. Well, did you go out for First Friday?
0: I did. I did. How was that? It was good. There was a lot of people. So, it was nice seeing a lot of people in downtown Aurora. Because I have I went to the First Fridays right like, before everything started to open up. Okay. And so, I can see the difference when it was like... COVID times, yeah. and then now it's like, you know, <laughs> so it's pretty cool seeing people, like, yeah you know, enjoying their times.
1: An explosion of mm-hmm. people. yeah. Mm-hmm. Saw a lot of cool stuff. They were doing, uh, so we, uh, so Monica and I took a tour of Zenloft Wellness Center located at 6 West Downer Place, Um, and on first Friday, Zenloft was giving away uh, massages outside mm-hmm. for free, right there on the sidewalk. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, that reminds me we got to come up with... uh So we got massage coupons, y'all. But stay tuned because y'all got to do something for them. It's going to be a trivia question or something like that. I don't know. you think you can come up with a trivia question to give these people by tomorrow that we can announce for them?
0: By tomorrow. hmm
1: The some question? Hard, mm-hmm. Yeah, some mm-hmm. hard question. Yeah. yeah. We'll start mm-hmm. it tomorrow. It'll be Tuesday through Friday. We'll let mm-hmm. it go for them yeah. and everything. All right. So good morning everybody from Karina Suarez and Emily is here good morning and happy Monday we got a lot of stuff going on guys so here's some more good news from the uh, Illinois Department of Commerce and Economic Opportunity the time is 809 a.m. Governor Pritzker announces 327 million dollars in household assistance available for low income families All right, in a move to support Illinois most vulnerable families from falling behind Uh, Governor Pritzker and the ILD CEO uh, joined community partners to announce $327 million in Help Illinois Family Assistance through the Low Income Household Energy Assistance Program LIHEAP and the CSBG, that's the Community Services Block Grant Program. By leveraging $209 million from ARPA and through extended eligibility under SB 0265, the initiative will help more residents in need than ever before with rent, utilities, food, and other household expenses regardless of immigration status. LIHEAP funds are available from now through May 31st, 2022. Uh, to apply, you can visit the DCEO website at HelpIllinoisFamilies.com. Okay, now check this out because uh, nothing hits you like numbers, right? So here's some of the projects that are selected for grants. The Bordeaux-Griffin Interiors and Architectural Supplies Business Hub and Development Center to the tune of $1,901,518. The City of Geneva, new electrical substation in preparation for industrial development of adjacent properties, $1,270,017. Naperville Heritage Society, Naperville new visitor senator. Senator. Alright, that's enough. That's a twice. You know what? <laughs> Let's sip it up. Sip it up. All y'all. Community Sip. Let's sip it up. Let's get together. Oh, yes. Okay. Now, where was I? Yeah. New Visitor Center, and exhibition at Napier Settlement Museum, $765,000, and the Ottawa Young Men's Christian Association, in Ottawa, new YMCA facility, including healthcare facility and classroom space, $1,990,880. Governor Prisker also announces $44 million investment in workforce training for job seekers and at-risk youth. As part of the administration's ongoing efforts to expand workforce training, help hard-hit business sectors, and bring more residents back to work, Governor Pritzker joined the ILDCO once again and community leaders to announce $44 million in new investment in workforce training for job seekers and these at-risk youth. The governor formed the Commission on Workforce Equity and Access, which includes a diverse group of stakeholders spanning government, employers, workforce providers, labor, and even more. Additionally, building on the administration's investments in youth career training programs, $4.4 million is dedicated to support increased access to this training, um, and, excuse me, deployed to 20 partner organizations serving an estimated 500 youth over a one-year period. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, well, hold on a second. I heard all that money. I heard Geneva and Ottawa, didn't hear Aurora. Here's why. Because when the state has large pools or sums of money, it has to trickle and disseminate. That's the word of the day. It has to trickle and disseminate from the state to cities and towns and municipalities. So you know how sometimes you hear me talk about the city stuff like, oh, the city council today approved X amount of dollars for the development of a yada yada on the east side? That's what's happening. So I'm giving you the big balloon, and during the week we continuously plug you guys in to where that $4 million or $216 million or $4.3 billion, how it actually comes down to us here in Aurora uh, at the local level. So once again, that's why I keep telling y'all: tune into the city's website. Listen to Good Morning Aurora. Hear the numbers. Listen to the quotes. Chief Economic Officer said this Tuesday this We give you all the links all the time All the information is right there At your fingertips, the time is 8.14am So much information, oh my goodness gracious I don't even know what to What to do sometimes Alright, before we get to some more local stuff I have to give a few Shouts out, actually more than a few But I'm going to do it in a nice Concise fashion So over the weekend, you guys may have noticed um, that there were reproductive rights rallies all across the nation. This was in direct response to the, how will we call it today? What word or adjective will I choose to describe? Draconian. This is in response to the draconian measures enacted most recently in Texas against reproductive rights and freedoms for women. So locally here in Aurora, we had and saw a great turnout of many dedicated community uh, servants, public officials, and ordinary citizens coming together, taking part in these rallies and letting their voices be heard. Uh, One here in Aurora was at Simmons Park, which is right across the street from the Aurora Police Department, 1200 East Indian Trail Road. Others were in uh, other cities and municipalities and things like that. North Aurora had one, Oswego, shouts out. Uh, But let's read some details about it over the weekend. I saw many dear friends of the show out there at these rallies. So kudos to you and everything that you do and stand for. Gary Becker, excuse me, Jerry Becker and Dorothy johnson Leonard never imagined having to protest for reproductive rights nearly five decades after the historic Roe v. Wade decision made abortion legal, but they said, quote, we will not go back, reading the stickers on their signs uh, for the Aurora Reproductive Rights March. Now, uh, fear and concern was shared by an estimated 200 people who came together for the organization, or excuse me, for the rally. Uh, These people were looking for a march themselves, so they said, why don't we have a march in Aurora, the second largest city in Illinois? So uh, an individual by the name of Pooja Ravi organized it, and it was a great organization. It went off very well in a positive fashion. It was one of dozens of rallies and marches around the country. The U.S. Supreme Court, which has had an unprecedented number of conservative justices, may hear legal challenges to the Texas law just this week, which could overturn Roe v. There were other several, excuse me, there were several other organizers and speakers out there, including Batavia-based poet and author Annie Hex. Uh, Barbara Hernandez was also there, and many people of the Grassroots Alliance, uh, some other friends of ours were out there as well. And according to the poet Hex, uh, she writes that queer feminist poetry about trauma, uh, which is something that she feels that the... uh, country at large and our individual communities need to hear. We need to hear more empathetic, concise, clear and direct voices uh, of women and those affected or potentially affected by this law. Illinois legislators may be voting on a proposal to revoke the state's 2013 uh, parental notice law. And petitions are going around So please get involved with what you see Taking place in the community And share your thoughts with us We'd love to hear what you guys think You can send us an email At goodmorningauraurail at gmail dot com The time is eight seventeen. Greg Ellsbury is here Good morning to you sir Yay! What is happening with you my brother What is up Alright um, Let's hit him with a little bit more local news And then I'll get back to the next thing we got
0: Don't forget about the Citizens Police Academy hosted by the Kane County Sheriff's Office. This free 10-week course provides first-hand knowledge of how policing works in our community. This is held Wednesdays from October 6th through December 15th from 6 to 8 p.m. You can register online by visiting this link, which will be provided on our chat. October 8th is the date. Bridge Bash 2021 will be a great evening of outdoor fun. This will be From 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. at the venue in downtown Aurora and beautiful Monday Park. Consider a sponsorship for Bridge Bash 21. Sponsorship packages include free tickets for your friends, an exclusive free pre-event, and much more. Visit the website at neighborproject.us to buy individual or couple tickets. Register to join us live or participate in our silent auction digitally at... uh, neighborproject.us or text bridge bash to two four three seven two
1: five yeah text that text that text that up text it up get your phone i know you got your phone text it up
0: so once again text bridge bash to two four three seven two five fun and fundraising all in one our outdoor live music celebration wouldn't be the same without you the sponsorship link will be shared with you all in a few minutes The Next Heal Elgin Clinic, an entirely free multi-specialty two-day event on November 13th to the 14th, 2021, Saturday 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Sunday 6 a.m. to 12 p.m. at the Judson University Fitness Center, located at the intersection of Route 31 and I-90. It is a free service for the underserved population, provided by volunteer healthcare professionals from chicagoland and beyond hosted by the ecker center for behavioral health the clinic includes dental care uh, medical care screenings medical consultations women health cancer screening lifestyle counseling foot care relaxing massages and other clinical services no registration is required first come first served no id insurance or immigration questions to learn more about who they are and what they do, visit their website, which will, which I'll be sharing with you all in just a few.
1: All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. Lots of news, you guys. Lots of news. Lots of news. So I uh, want to say, I want to give a kudos out here. To a uh, friend of the show, or maybe several friends of the show actually, but actually, before, can you guys see how y'all doing out there at home? Y'all all all right? Good morning to everybody. Good morning. That's right. Y'all see it. All right. I want to take a brief moment to give a kudos to Tracy Duran and all of the members of the Aurora Regional fire museum board for a successful event called community hero day which just happened on saturday uh saw some pictures about it it looked really really well attended Uh, i think you guys did a great job out there thanks to all the community partners who showed up and gave an awesome display and something informational for the kids as well so kudos to all that you guys do and thank you very much for all of your hard work Okay. So I got some sports news to read you guys right now. And you know, I lost a bet, so that's the only reason why you hear sports on this show at any time. Actually, <laughs> hold on. There's other sports. You know what? Yeah, that's let's do that. Let's give y'all a little bit of I think the schedule's yeah. in there. Yeah, give them that.
0: Here's something we don't do often, sports. <laughs> 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 Here's the upcoming Tomcat Varsity Football schedule. October eighth, yeah. there is a seven thirty p.m. game at Larkin. Friday, October fifteenth, there is a six thirty p.m. home game against West Chicago. And then, and on October twenty second at seven thirty p.m., the Tomcats will be at Barlett. Go Tomcats!
1: Yes, Woo! that's right, that's right. Go Tomcats! Go Tomcats! Okay, now here's the next piece of sports news. All right, uh, don't forget. Told you guys. I told you guys about this last week. Yeah, because it was breaking news just last week. Um, the Stuart Sports Complex is hosting the Ripken Baseball Tournament in 2022. You guys. Now that's going to be uh, July 10th through the 15th. The Aurora Area CVB and the Fox Valley Park District partnered to bring the tournament to Sports Stuart Sports Complex and. Ex- if you guys knew what happened this morning before the show you'd be like you know what it's all good sip it up sip it up (laughs) um and the the estimated economic impact totaling over $990,000 to Aurora area lodging and hospitality businesses. This is a big thing for the city uh, of Aurora, you guys, so get ready for this. It's going to be in Montgomery, Illinois, selected to host this major youth baseball tournament. Ripken Baseball is a joint venture uh, by brothers and former Major League Baseball players Cal and Billy Ripken. Uh, it's the first multi-city tour through their newly added Ripken Select Tournaments program. Uh, the program includes a week-long event at the Stewart Sports Complex, like I told you, from the July 10th through the uh, 15th. Quote, baseball is in our blood here, and hosting an event like the Ripken Select Tournament and being associated with one of the greatest baseball players of all time is an honor for everyone involved. We in the Aurora area... We'll do our best to present a first-class event, both on and off the field, for the athletes and their families and friends. All right. Formed in 1987, the Aurora Area CVB, Convention and Visitors Bureau, is a private nonprofit organization dedicated to promoting and marketing the area as an overnight destination, increasing visitor awareness and growing visitor expenditures for the maximum economic benefit of our tourism partners the goal of the aurora area cvb is to enhance the economic and environmental well-being of our region comprising the municipalities of aurora batavia big rock Hinckley, montgomery north aurora oswego plano sugar grove and yorkville shout out to james Carter, the director of marketing and court carlson the executive director all right so we got a big week this week Tomorrow we got a uh, ASR Tree, Tree, Services. Tree Services. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we do. Uh got a lot of stuff coming up for the folks. Since you've been with us, has there been a, a uh favorite interview that we've done yet or a favorite guest yet?
0: Um, I think I I I like all of them. Okay. Yeah, okay. I really do. I think everyone has something really nice to say to everyone. Like yeah. they're like um word of the day or like the their message and everything. message. Yeah. their message are very inspiring from from everyone, I think.
1: yeah, it is mm-hmm. helpful. Yeah, and we try to give mm-hmm. a little bit of a uh, little bit of variety. yeah, and
0: then Buenos dias Aurora, I mm-hmm. feel like I get both like Spanish and English. that message. it's like both. So I get best of both worlds. so. It's awesome
1: that's right mm-hmm. that's right all right Monica provided the links to all of the um, individual pieces of news that we just gave you guys in the chat please take part in that and uh, click the links and sign up for that now I have something to talk about I told you oh Norma Peterson did I say Norma Peterson good morning Norma Peterson how are you dear friend out there Norma Peterson is the director director of document the abuse and she is a dear friend of the show you know what I love about this so much is that Again, keep telling y'all, these aren't just friends. These are, we got all kinds of good people here. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, that's what it was. So we gave you one piece of breaking news. Here's the other piece of breaking news. Get ready. Uh, October 16th. Come out to meet your first Latina King County Circuit Court judge. It's Society 57 from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. at 100 South River Street. Coffee with Judge Bianca Camargo. That's word up. Um, so once again, Site 57 right across the street from the Aurora Public Library to Santori Branch downtown. At the meantime, shouts out to our friends at the Aurora Public Library Foundation. Monica and I went out there and covered the... Um, Uh, the launch of the anterior of the bookmobile, which just so happened to coincide with a farmer's market. That Mm -hmm. was really good. Mm -hmm. Shouts out to all of our friends on the Aurora um, Public Library Foundation Board. Good stuff. Okay. Canvas with, uh, also on October 16th, which is a Saturday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., Canvas with Rep Hernandez and Planned Parenthood meet at 540 West Galena Boulevard. Volunteers are still needed for this. uh, Canvassing any of you guys ever done any canvassing? Have y'all done that? Do you know what, Now, this is this is like COVID after and everything, so I don't know how much it, But canvassing. Uh, <laughs> you knock on people's doors. You got the stuff and, you know... Hello, sir. How are you? Hi. I'm here with the Office of State Representative Barbara Hernandez. Do you know... about That's what canvassing is. So you go hit the neighborhood, you hit the streets, and you knock on people's doors. Let me tell you something. And... This is not hyperbole. Hyperbole is not the word of the day. Disseminated as the word of the day, but this is not hyperbole. You will not be able to ascertain or gauge the temperature of your town, city, or municipality fully without actually talking to human beings and getting their whatever. So believe me. Was that just on your mind? <laughs> I think it was
0: yours. Okay, yeah. You heard that, though, right? <laughs>
1: Damn, microphone picked it all up. Man, that's crazy. I'm hungry on this show. Okay, but yes, that's what it is. That's what canvassing is. So if you are looking for something to do that's informative and you can really get your hands in the mix, I would consider canvassing. Uh, but that's going to be on Saturday the 16th. For more information, I already know that number by heart. You can call 630-270-1848. That number again is six three zero two seven zero one eight four eight. Tell them you heard about it on Good Morning Aurora. The time is now 8.29 a.m. And register to vote while you are there. That's right, Bianca. Register to vote. Nicole Astra's here. Good morning, Nicole. Does the farmer's market go through October? You know what? It does. The farmer's market, Nicole, the last date is in November. Now, I can, I'm sure that you all hear the trepidation. Well, we got more words for y'all today. It's coffee good. (laughs) I know you guys can hear the trepidation in my voice. Nicole, allow me to double check that, please. I'm pretty sure it does go through the final date being in November. But I will double check that information for you, my friend. Okie dokie. So... I want to continue to shout out my and our dear friends of the Air Classics Museum of Aviation, located at 43 West 624 U.S. Highway 30 in Sugar Grove, Illinois. All of the gentlemen of the Air Classics Museum are volunteers. Many of them are veterans. One of them is a World War II veteran. These guys have been around, and they're personal friends of Good Morning Aurora. As personal friends of Good Morning Aurora, these guys through October 16th, thank you, Tracy, very much. So, there is not one in November for the farmers market, thank you very much, Tracy. Um, uh, as personal friends of this show, we try to do what we can to get their word out and let people know about the museum because they do a whole lot of good stuff for the community. Um, so group and private tours available by appointment that's what they're doing. Now that's been really been picking up for them. Saturdays and Sundays are open from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. COVID decimated their services and all the programs that they were able to do. At the uh, Air Classics Museum out there in Sugar Grove, so we're trying to get the word out for them to let people know that they're still there. They're kicking even more butt now, but they're doing it in a uh, in a different fashion. Their next board meeting is October 23rd at 8 a.m. Again, Saturdays and Sundays they're open from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. One of the new exhibits that they got coming this month, a group of aviation maintenance students and staff from Lewis University will be working to reassemble the A4M Skyhawk II and the A7E Corsair that are staged behind the museum. Now, I've seen... Both of those pieces of equipment, both of those airplanes, and they're absolutely stunning. Uh, Plans are being made to assemble the Douglas F-3D Sky Night in 2022. Once complete, the aircraft are going to need work and make them display worthy. So watch for opportunities to volunteer next year. And I'll tell you something, if you volunteer with these guys, man, you will see things that you never saw before. Okay. The Air Classics Museum is continuing to observe the latest guidance from the CDC and Illinois health professionals, volunteers, and visitors. Even those who've been fully vaccinated are required to wear masks while at the museum and observe social distancing protocols. Uh, For more information, you can contact my friend Hank Winkler at hwinkler at airclassicsmuseum.org. All right, the time is 8.32 a.m. All right. Uh, Let me see. What was the next thing I had to tell you about? I told you about cybersecurity. I told you about that. I told you about... Uh Aha, here we go. So, uh, virtual events are still a thing. And the Aurora Area Interfaith Food Pantry is also having their event on October 8th like the neighbor project is but this is going to be virtual Uh, a lot of you guys had heard about it and were prepared to go to society 57 and chill out you know with the you had your 80s gear already uh ready to go and ironed if any of you guys iron does anybody iron besides me you should iron i see some of y'all coming out with your clothes all wrinkly look like you ironed it with a rock hit the iron once or go to the laundromat anyway um yeah they're going virtual so please remember, the Aurora Area Interfaith Food Pantry's 40th year bash is going to be a virtual event. Uh, and now we will turn to Monica with a couple more local headlines for us. The time is
0: 8.33. Get ready for a Trunk or Treat. Our Friends of Wesley United Methodist Church are holding this great celebration on Sunday, October 24th from 12.30 to 2.30 p.m. This will take place in the church parking lot at 14 North May Street. Volunteers will decorate vehicle trunks to dispense treats and trinkets. A prize will be awarded to the best decorated trunk. Save the date and come out for some fun. Aurora Advent Christian Church will host the denomination's Prairie States Conference Triennial Conference Friday and Saturday, October 8th through the 9th, Advent Christian's from Illinois, Indiana, and Tennessee will gather in Aurora on the theme, God's Unshakeable Kingdom. The conference opens Friday from... Excuse me. The conference opens Friday with registration... Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) The conference opens Friday with registration and workshops... Um, Reverend Matt Mole, Aurora Advent Pastor, will speak at a Friday evening dinner and worship service. Rev. Mark Wolfington, Aurora University Chaplain and Pastor, Advent Christian Church of the Highlands, LaGrange will lead workshops. A delegate business session will, will be held Saturday morning.
1: Nice, uh, okay. Good. Saturday morning. You heard about that. Saturday morning. Not Tuesday morning. Saturday morning. Don't go up there, oh, am I early? You're late, bro. Okay, let's do something else. Now, how many of you guys like, does anybody like wine? I know it's only 8.35 in the morning, but do you like wine? If anybody likes wine, put that in the chat. Put put the wine glass emoji in the chat if you like wine if y'all or grapes put the grapes in there cuz y'all know you know that's where wine comes from put the grapes or the wine in the chat i have some wine stuff to tell you guys about and this is very it's very fancy quite fly as well and uh i tell you this if you're a red a white or a blush kind of person <laughs> you'd be remiss to miss this victoria halamornado good looking out and how about that the person who put that in the chat is also the person was going to be featured in yet another piece of what we like to call. Oh man, y'all ain't heard that before. <laughs> okay, wine tasting and books. Ooh, that sounds just absolutely fantastic. God. Mmm. I mean, it sounds fancy, classy, smart, right?
0: Right, everything.
1: It sounds like everything, mm-hmm. yeah. Some of y'all are like, can I get a 40-ounce in a magazine? No, dog, <laughs> we said books and wine. Okay, free wine tasting. This is going to be taking place Wednesday, October 13th at 5 p.m. Excuse me, from 5 to 7 p.m. at McCarty Mills Tap Room and Bottle Shop. Friends of ours, located right down there on River Street. What is it, 108... 108. River Street Suite E, whatever that is. Y'all know I love you, but I just can't remember the address right now. So Victoria Hila Maldonado will be there. She will be in attendance with her books. She is the author of many great romance novels. She's an author, uh, and she runs Victorious Editing Services, Barley Be the Brave, amongst many other works. Now, I have her books at home sitting on one of my new bookshelves. I got the oak joint. We upgraded. So it's not just the thin black ones now. we just got the hardwood. It's great stuff. Anyway, uh, come shop books and drink some wine. The wines are from Sable Creek Winery, which is out of Plainfield. Uh, So, yeah, once again, October 13th from 5 to 7 p.m. Please come on out and support our friends and our community. The time is 837. No doubt, Victoria. No doubt, dear friend. Okay, Uh, Save Our Youth 2021 Bash. That's coming up as well. Collier Community Center is hosting this. The location is going to be the Prisco Center at 150 West Illinois Avenue here in Aurora. Uh, That's going to be in Community Room 104. Happy Monday to you. Victoria Gonzalez is here. Happy uh, Monday, dear friend. Uh, The time is going to be from 3 to 7 p.m. Free soul food dinners and desserts. And what? What? free soul food dinners and just des- damn Yeah, we're going to be there. Okay, yeah, word up. I didn't even Woo! I'm hungry. Dinner okay. and dessert? And dessert. Oof. Right. That's the Come on now. That's the How do I know? Cuz we looking at the we got it right here, bro. Yes. October 9th, which is a Saturday. Yeah, that's right. So after bridge bash, a brother could just Okay, yeah. Right. I'm thinking out loud. Y'all can't hear it (laughs) on the mic. Okay, anyway, back to what I'm talking about. Please wear a mask. Carryouts are available. There will be gospel and soul music on the big screen. And there is a whole lot of vendors that are going to be there and a whole lot of shout-outs and sponsors. This is a free event. It's open to the public. Toys for Tots registration is available as well. Children ages uh, 0 to 14. Um, All right. The catering is going to be done by the Collier Dine-In and Carry-Out Catering Vendor Services uh, in conjunction with the Fox Valley Park District. Sponsors include Walmart, Sam's Club, Meyer, and the City of Aurora. Shouts out to Alderman at Laura Sherman Jenkins, City of Aurora Youth Services, Simon Rodriguez Jr. I'm going to text you later on. Um, <laughs> let me see who else evangelist elaine robinson sponsors told you jock stewart arkista davis samuel's place so many in in addition to sam's club so yeah lots of good stuff i have a flyer for this which was given to me in an email so i will make a post about this later on for you guys uh we told him about the halloween party on the 30th at the mccarty mills did we tell him mm-hmm. about that we told him about that with victoria halloween cupcakes by anna's mm-hmm. customer yeah you did that that was the first thing you did mm-hmm. my bad my bad. Let me scratch that. Up. Okay, here's something I didn't tell you about just yet. The time is eight forty a.m. Oh, damn. Oh.
0: Sad pandas. <laughs> Sad
1: pandas. At, at, uh, so at, at eight forty a.m., you guys, Monica has to leave because she's a uh, student. The student part is great, yeah, but the Monica leaving part is not so good. So we want to say that we wish Monica a great and a motivated Monday, and we hope that she has a good day out there today, y'all. Thank you. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Okay, guys. Alright, let's do this. Let's do this. Jay for Halloween. That's right, Victoria. That's right. That's right. Okay, the next thing I had to tell you guys about was November 5th, first Friday. Um, there's going to be a solo art show taking place at uh charlie's silver spoon creamery which is located at 6 east downer place in aurora right downtown actually on the intersection of Stolp and downer you can see it right across the street from zen all right this is going to be a solo art show by our dear friend josue pais josue pais is the uh owner of Harry Beast dog parlor is also of Harry Beast dog radio fame. He is a personal friend of the show and uh, he's a great guy. So it's going to be for the love of Frida. He's an artist and he does a lot of good work. Get to know who he is and what he does. Uh, November 5th that first Friday. Save the date for that, you guys. All right. Moving right along with what we got. Um, All of the all of the activities that are taking place uh here in the city they come really rapidly and everything there have there have not been excuse me many different changes to some of the plans going on but we try really hard to update you guys if something changes in a plan so with that being said that's why I told you about the food pantry changing their scheduled event to a virtual event. Um, a couple of you guys have emailed us or hit us up on the DMs to let us know that, hey, this event isn't taking place anymore. Or, hey, this little detail got changed. Thank you very much. Every time you guys do that, please keep it up. If there is a slight detail or a change to something that happens in one of the events that we talk about on the show and you know of an update, feel free. Let us know. We're, we're blue collar. You know, we're just like you. Regular blue collar people hit the dms some of you guys know me personally text me whatever make sure that we get the um update so we can inform everybody all right it's 8 43 moving right along you guys we got the pet parade that's coming up saturday october 30th oh now hold on a second did anybody go to the pooch parade yesterday at phillips park did y'all go out there for that Anybody? Let me know if you guys went out there for that. What'd you see? What'd you hear? I saw a couple of good pictures out there. The mayor was there. You know, he he did all the mayor stuff yesterday. Hugging the puppies and petting the pooches and all that. That was pretty cool. Uh, I saw a lot of great and positive stuff coming out of Phillips Park yesterday for that pooch parade. So I hope that you guys had a nice time. If you did go with your pooch, maybe you won. But if you did not win yesterday, then get ready because you can do it again. Like I just mentioned, um, October 30th, Saturday, it's a Halloween pet parade. Now, this is going to be hosted by our friends of the Alive Center, 78 South LaSalle Street in downtown Aurora, right across the street from Crystal House. Elias, what's up? Uh, This will be family-friendly fun, prizes for the funniest, scariest, and most like your pet Costumes! Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, $25 per pet and the family includes a wag bag for you and your pet. www.petparade.givesmart.com is your email or excuse me, is your uh, address. Now, the parade and fun will start from 1130 a.m. and it'll go until 2 p.m. The pet parade route is through downtown Aurora. It'll be about a 15-minute walk. Free hot dogs and a picture with your pup. Family, friendly, fun. Food vendors, pet treats, tattoos, hot wheels, art activities, petting zoo, pumpkin decorating contest, photo booth, costume contest, and face painting. There will be a whole lot of good stuff, man, taking place, so get ready for that. Once again, that's going to be Saturday, October 30th in downtown Aurora. Shouts out to all of our dear friends taking part in that. Okie dokie, guys. Next thing I got to tell you guys about is the Art Institute of Chicago, the Chicago History Museum, and the Lincoln Park Zoo. All three of those wonderful museums are available at your fingertips for free through the month of October. Now, I know you're probably wondering, Curtis, can you tell me how I can go check that out for free? I sure can. The way that you do that is... By contacting the office of the state representative Barbara Hernandez and asking about their constituent museum card. It's good for up to four people per trip. With that card, you have exclusive free access to any of those museums through the month of October. Once again, absolutely free. Now, if you want to buy something from the gift shop. Or you want to buy a trinket or some candy or something like that. You have to pay for that. But your access is absolutely free. Admission is free. Once again, that's for the Art Institute of Chicago, the Chicago History Museum, and the Lincoln Park Zoo. Alright, once again, uh, 630-270-1848. Tell them that you heard about it on Good Morning Aurora. I personally have used the uh, museum card with the Office of State Representative Barbara Hernandez. It's great. It's a great resource for the family. Uh, I encourage all of you to uh, check that out and use it. You know, it's it's really good. All right. I have one more piece of news to tell you guys about that is local and geared towards you. And then I'm going to spend the rest of the time talking to you about um, something that's actually near and dear to my heart. But it's also near and dear to the heart of all of you. And it's um, it's about downtown Aurora, too, and something that I want you all to consider uh, but it's a good morning to you as well, dear friend. The time is eight for, uh, yeah, 8.47. All right. October 24th, DBS Communities has a great event, a big time event with a lot of artists and announcers who will be here. Now, this is also Domestic Violence Awareness Month. So on October 24th, come and join for a wonderful day and a wonderful event for a wonderful cause. It will be free raffles, free admission, music, delicious food, and entertainment. Martin Martinez, Master of Ceremonies will be there. Ever Monroe will be there as well. Lots of great artists and entertainments. Uh, DJ Cronos, La Cubana del Fuego y El Burrito de Chicago. Um, I'm messing that up. I'm sorry, guys. Hortensia Ramos, Miss Illinois International in 2021. Um, Kate Sanchez, a singer of regional music, will be there. Uh, this will be at La Sierra, 2121 East New York Street uh, from 11, excuse me, from noon to 6 p.m. For more information, you can give a call to 708-971-0285. The number again is 708 nine seven one zero two eight five there are many sponsors as well such as mutual ground catholic first uh, catholic financial life smart business corporation document the abuse primerica and the herrera brothers also sisters party decor is a sponsor of this event uh so this is going to be something that's really good and i hope that you guys can please save that date of the 24th so you can go out there and participate in that okay all right, so the time is 8.49 a.m. Maria Torito. good morning to you, dear friend. Good to see you always tuning in with us. All righty, uh, Fall Festival. Here's the actual, actual, I'm sorry, guys. This is the last piece of news that I got to tell you about. The news comes quick, you guys, and I hope that you can uh understand every time I say it's the last piece of news but then it's actually not the last piece of news but this is the last piece of news before I go on a small very small diatribe for you okay October 15th, which is a Friday, that will be a great night because our friends of Mutual Ground are hosting their black and white ball from 6 to 11 p.m. at Hotel Arista, located at 2139 Citygate Lane in Naperville. Mutual Ground supports everyone Uh, because it's a black and white ball. All participants and guests must wear black or white or shades of black and white, including silver. Uh, Tickets are available. We have shared the link for you guys and now that i am without my intern i can't even share the link with you but i will make sure that you guys get that link. i'll make sure i'll make another post i made a few posts about it there are on our facebook page but you got to scroll down because we've been doing a whole lot cruz ocho is here good morning to you cruz we interviewed cruz on saturday he has a brand new album coming out called 94 tape that's dropping this friday october 8th get ready for that okay now that i'm done with that Let's talk, you guys, because we gotta we gotta chop it up a little bit. Now let's talk development. I'm gonna take the last 10 minutes to talk to you guys about development. So buckle up because I, I want you guys to like I, I want I want you to help me out with something here. So I look on the intersection of Galena and Broadway the terminal building is coming back to life. That is going to be luxury apartments up there. Uh, and it's also going to be a restaurant at the bottom of that. And the terminal building is right across the street from the Yeti. Uh, that's the arcade down there. That's coming back to life. Now, the Hobbs building, which is located on Galena and River Street, that's being rehabbed. That's also going to be apartments up top, and there's going to be a restaurant in the bottom of that. The name of the restaurant or the type of food has not yet been released, um, so stay tuned. But that's even more development right there. Now, if you go down Broadway to where Jake's Bagel is... That lot, as we talked about before, that's going to be a apartment complex that's coming as well. I think there's about to be 220 units. We've talked about this for like two weeks. 220 unit apartment building that'll be right there by Jake Bagel, across the street from the train next door to River Park, uh, River Edge Park. So that's three pieces of housing recently announced within months of each other. Uh But people are still saying that Aurora has a lack of housing. It may have it now, but it doesn't seem like it will. So my question to all of you guys who are listening is. What what more do we need and where do we need it? Are there other areas of Aurora that still have yet to be touched that could do with housing? Where are they? Let me know. Like. I travel the city just like you guys. I'm a resident just like you, and I care for the city the same way that you guys do. So I'm interested because what I see is the downtown coming back. I see that. I see the outskirts of Aurora getting a little bit of love, too. Things are shining. Things are looking better. But I still hear people talking about we don't have this and we don't have that. We don't have enough. Well, what else do we need? What else? What other parts of the city could stand to have development on them? Is there something that I missed? Is there something that maybe the city missed? And when we think about development, when it comes to housing and affordability, new apartments, condos, and townhomes, are they equitable and accessible for everybody? I think they are. Do you? If you think that they're accessible for everybody, then I say good. But if you don't think they're accessible for everybody, or if you have questions about their accessibility, the fairness and everything, let me know. Send an email to Good Morning Aurora IL. Share your thoughts with us. Um, I was on a recent call uh, with one of the state agencies here. And that was the topic of discussion, affordable housing for people. And I brought up the fact that these developments are coming around. And I think the thing that throws people off is when they hear luxury. When you hear luxury apartments coming, I think that I I, I do believe that that makes it seem unaffordable. Like they're building a new restaurant with luxury apartments up top. That makes you think that it's not going to be affordable for people and everything like that. And I guess we'd have to wait till we see the prices of the units. But I want to stress that hearing those terms now does not necessarily mean that it's out of the realm of possibility for people to get those apartments or to get that housing. More people are making more money now than they have in the past, particularly some communities of color. So I think it's wrong or not necessarily wrong, but I I, I think it's I think it's antiquated to persist with the notion that just because something has the bells and the whistles and it's nice and everything doesn't mean that certain communities can afford it. Times have changed. There's a lot more communities that have a lot more disposable income uh, and wealth built up in them we want to see all families doing well financially and not struggling and that's still always going to be a battle but more people are living better than they did 10 years ago more people are living better than they did just five years ago so i i I would like to i'd like to stress let's not let's not be so pessimistic guys let's not let's not be so pessimistic when something goes up in this town and something gets built Let's not immediately think, oh, there it goes. They're only catering to rich people and not thinking about the little guy. Let's not think like that off top. Unless we can really prove, unless you have the brochure or the pamphlet that says studio apartments are starting at $2,000. Or a one bedroom is $2,400. Unless you have that, let's not just default. To the thought that new development in the city of Aurora means displacing people or kicking them out or getting rid of them or transforming, gentrification, erasing their country. Let's stop thinking like that. I don't want to, I don't, and, and the reason why is because I feel personally like there's two threads of of thought going around now. And it's like, on the one hand, you got people in the city who are so happy to see things go up. But then you got people who are always like. Like not shooting it down, but just, you know, putting a drop of ink in the water. And, and, And I don't think that that's helpful. I think we do have to have a vigilant eye to make sure that everybody is included. Obviously, we have to make sure that everybody has a seat at the table. But let's stop judging the table by what we think it's going to look like when the cheers get set. Let's stop thinking that way. Norman Peterson says, yes, it gives the illusion of grandeur like no one but the rich can afford. And that is not the case always. That's true. Grace Cornell says she doesn't know all housing is so expensive right now. That is true, Grace. That is true. That is true. And in many of our surrounding communities, the prices keep going up. That is absolutely true. Uh, Norma also says, if you talk to a real estate agent, it's amazing what they can help people accomplish. Now, that's kind of the reason. That's a good looking out, Norma. That's kind of the reason why I brought that up. At At about 820, I read to you guys, and I have it right here. You can hear me you can hear me turning the pages. I have read to you guys. I'll I'll, I'll read it again. Historic investment historic investments, excuse me, under the CSBG Community Services Block Grant Program and expanded eligibility under SB0265. They're providing a vital safety net to prevent Illinoisans impacted by the COVID-19 crisis from falling behind on payments, falling into debt, or risking their ability to get back to work. DCEO has teamed up with 37 statewide community action agencies to ensure families have access to these critical support services in their time of most need. Again, I, I, I would be the first to admit to you, That one of the problems of government, whether local or national, is the old adage of hurry up and wait. You know, things take a long time. You know, stuff moves slow. I'll admit that. But before we turn on the switch of pessimism and wondering if it's really going to help and Why are they doing this and judging and poking holes in the balloon? Before we do that, let's take a moment, talk to realtors, see what other benefits, waivers, extensions, plans, initiatives, and programs. There are a whole lot of ways that are available to receive help receive funding, minimize this, perhaps get rid of that fee. So, in a nutshell, what I'm saying is is that we all wanted to see Aurora grow From many years ago. We all want to see Aurora to continue to prosper. While we're seeing that growth, and while we're seeing that continued prosperity, Let's remember that this is what we wanted. But let's try to help make it continuously fair, equitable, and accessible. The time is 9.01 a.m. You've been listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. It is Monday, the 4th of October. Let's all achieve something great today. I hope that you guys have a blessed and powerful day and a powerful week. Take care of yourself and each other.